So you're thinking about starting a new website. Maybe you have a new small business idea and want to sell something online. Maybe you want to show off your photography. Maybe you want to start that new podcast. GoDaddy is offering one new or transfer.com for just $1.99 for the first year. Each new.com comes with a free instant page website and built-in photo album. So what are you waiting for? Get your website started today. Go to GoDaddy.com. Enter code CREN at checkout or click the GoDaddy banner on our website, JimCren.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jim Crenn No Restrictions Podcast. We are worldwide, we are nationwide on the Sideshow Network. The boys are in studio, they're at Talent Networking. Terry Jones, John Evans, Mike Wysocki. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Crenn. Jim Crenn No Restrictions on the Sideshow Network, brought to you by Prime Core Group, Corporate Collections, located right here in Pittsburgh. Terry Jones, Mike Wysocki, John Evans, myself, we're all at the Talent Network studio here in Pittsburgh, and of course, uh, the team that never gets any of the credit, the heart of the show, Dave Settlemar, Frank Mergia, Josh Folia, Folio, <laughs> I mispronounced Josh, man, that's my man, Josh Folio, Corey Gale, and Wayne Weil, and uh, they're all the producers and, and engineers, and we're here at the studio, phone call, the phones are lighting up, I heard a phone ring back there, Wayne. So Wayne, Wayne, Wayne just got all nervous, man. Yeah, I looked at him. And was My like, God, am I that bad? I look, am I that bad? Wayne looks, there's fear from the phone. Like I was going to throw something. Have I ever thrown anything at you guys? No. Or something? Mm-hmm. Something, I don't think. Am I one of those guys that just don't doesn't know what I'm doing? <laughs> I beat, Wayne looked like I beat him. <laughs> I, I looked at Wayne like I was like nervous. Yeah, he was, was nervous for happened. you. You look like Olive. Olive's a, a dog, <laughs> one of my show, right? Olive, the shelter yes. dog who always looks like I beat her. Like I, she I does. baby this dog. I pick her up, put her in bed, I give her treats. But you, she comes over, she cowers away. I love if, that you dog. know, don't abuse me again. Yes, yeah. You and those damn cookies, you know, <laughs> abusing me. Josh just stepped in and getting a mic. Josh, sorry, I mispronounced your name. Yeah. He called you, I quickly uh, corrected it. Josh Aluminum Foil. He didn't say it Josh right. Phonio. <laughs> <laughs> Phonio. <laughs> oh, well. What's up, Mikey? Hey, well, we're here. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey's still. Mikey got Mike's the, studying for a fucking test. Uh-huh. He's yeah. looking at some book. <laughs> Mikey got the kind of like uh, Final Fantasy emo look going on right now. Mm, like you know, the way his hair is like. It's like the bang, one bang over the side. Very seldom <laughs> have, I seen, have I seen Mike with the hair blow dry back like the great, <laughs> the great aged Joey Heatherton, who was a. One of the greats of all it's time. It's the wind blowing the through my hair in John's new car. Yeah, that is a mm-hmm. great. You got. Yeah, I'm telling you. Are you wind. using some kind of product in your hair, Mike? It's just the wind. It's got a feather David Cassidy thing going on. Like it looks, it looks so 70s. different, dude. Like I'll it looks like. Pull my socks up to my knees. It's like when Ellen DeGeneres wants to get sexy looking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's messed up. <laughs> I'm just What's waiting. That, you know, feather thing. I'm waiting for Mikey to put an orange. Is so far away? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, Mikey looks like he looks like you. 
WikiLeaks guy's cousin or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, he really does right now. Julia, Mikey, I've never Julian seen like Assange. the way your hair looks yeah. right now. I wish like I, I have to take a picture of this. We're so killing you, you Mike. What is going on? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're roasting you. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> hair roast. It just looks so cool, though. <laughs> it was man. just the hair. I just like, looked up. It was golden. The sun's just going right in on it. It's flowing. <laughs> like the way it looks you right know? now. If you gave any woman a prince look, you would just get ass immediately. <laughs> yeah. like, that's what it looks like. The exactly. feather back ass look. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, so hey, we got we got to talk about uh, a couple things in the news. Uh, Tom Cruise in the news, fifty million dollar dep- deposition. He's going through his trial for magazine. He's he's suing. I guess the magazine said all this alleged stuff that I guess they, they were insinuating he wasn't around Surrey enough or whatever. And so he suing this uh, magazine. So but in court, according to TMZ, they obtained legal docs. And in the deposition, um, well, the libel suit against the magazine publisher claimed he abandoned daughter Surrey. But these quotes that Tom have are amazing. One of the quotes I couldn't believe he says, Tom says, on his location shoots, they're like serving a tour in Afghanistan. That's what it feels like. And certainly on his last movie, he says. But it, it, so it's like a tour. He, he, he was relating what he does to soldiers fighting in Afghanistan, just, which of course people are outraged. <laughs> just like standing in front be. of a yeah, standing around a set for sixteen hours a day—that's pretty much the same thing. So we just had <laughs> Veterans Day. So keep in mind not only the veterans that went out there and served. Keep in mind Tom Cruise, yeah. who made a lot <laughs> yeah. of sacrifices always, for himself. Always remember himself. Tom, always remember Tom Cruise. Top remember gun, Tom Cruise. That's Top right. Gun, he has military impossible. experience. Yeah. Yeah. Does his own stunts. It's pretty much the same thing as, you know, risking your life every day. Every day. I mean, I'd, I'd rather serve a tour in Afghanistan than watch any Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> and I'm serious. I haven't seen, I think All the Right Moves was the last. Yeah, that was wow. it. I mean, this That's is according to TMZ bad. and all this stuff. But the other, the other quote he said was, uh, allegedly, he said, he, he doesn't have to be with Surrey all the time because he tells her stories and he brings stories to life. He has this ability to bring them to life. <laughs> Thus, is he talking about, is he talking about putting a DVD time. in the DVD? Look, the story came to life. Here's Daddy. Now, I'll be in the other room. See you later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there I am. Still parenting in a way. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, what are you going to do? His kids are going to grow up and are going to say, you know, Veterans Day, like you said, Mikey, the kids will be like, you know, saying we got to pay homage to our dad. And okay, was your dad in the army or navy or air force? And they're going to say, uh, "No, cocktail." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was damn good in cocktail. He, he danced in his underwear. He, He's known for that too. Yes, very. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? It's just the same thing as war. I, you wonder what the hell? What the hell is he thinking? Saying that? I think, what are you thinking? I think the choices of words are just really bad among celebrities. Like, I feel like there needs to be someone there to tell them, hey, don't say that shit. And a lot of people say dumb shit. I mean, we see uh, a bunch of celebrities do it all the time. I mean, even if he meant that it was kind of like him, you know, him always working all the time and being away from his child, he still shouldn't have used that as oh, an example. I yeah, think that was just the worst example. That. Exactly. That even when football use. players do it, even you cannot compare yeah. to what these soldiers do. Yeah. These people are heroes. You cannot compare it. But he did in maybe these these celebrities that live a surreal life maybe and they're not there's at some point maybe you just fall out of touch 
of reality. Like entertaining is work. You know, that's what, what Tom's trying to say. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, he should try doing a week at the Looney Bin in Little Rock, Arkansas. <laughs> exactly. See if he comes out on the other side. Yeah, it's like three years of therapy there, man. It's weird. You know, when I uh, I did that uh, movie, that, uh, uh, Another You, and uh, Diego Bonetta was in, he was telling me how nice Tom Cruise was. And I pulled him aside and helped him through the whole movie and was seeing how down to earth he was and everything. And, and, uh, yeah, I started win- started winning me over. I thought, well, all right, yeah, yeah, he must be, you know, helping. Then all of a sudden, you read this kind of stuff, and you're thinking, you know, what the, what the hell? What's going on? And I and I and I hate I hate I hate to, to name drop like that. You know, say you know, I just just I just hate it. I hate the name drop like that. It's horrible. You know, De Niro used to yell at me all the time. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I Travolta really... would say stop. Don't I, I kind of feel bad for. I mean, the whole situation. I just think he chose the the, the wrong things to say, man, and uh, it was just bad to say. I I don't I I'm not saying that he's probably not a good dude, but I just think that was just the wrong shit. Yeah, to say. It, really. It's cra- I mean, he's, he's he always every once in a while, every year or something. He has, Tom gives us a little morsel. Yeah, I mean, I heard we'll Tom Hardy. Uh, I heard Tom Hardy is a, a Skype dad. Like he just talks to his kid, like raises his kid through Skype. Really. Yeah, I mean, he said it. He said it himself, and it's like, okay, so you're okay with really never seeing your kid and just fucking raising him through Skype. I mean, I don't know Tom Cruise's situation, and he probably has every right to to sue them because it's not like he's probably not in his child's life, and he's probably saying, hey, I'm not there, and I try my best to be a good dad, but I – the the tour in Afghanistan was just the wrong. It was. I mean, thing. Will well, Will Smith. T- Will Smith told me he was outraged. <laughs> <laughs> really did. If it's that bad, I mean, just <laughs> why don't you just sit? I can't stop. Why don't you Sorry. just sit on the three hundred million dollars you have in the bank and not do any more movies and raise your kid? Yeah. You know. You That's can. just it. You can get unfamous if you stop doing movies. What's wrong with that? I mean, I I could see, I could see some merit into having a, a house in in the woods on a lake. Wouldn't that be, you know... That, that's your dream. That, that lake is my house. dream. That you lake want that house. lake house, boy. I do want that lake that house. That lake house with you, lots you of weed. You can do that. Become a bass master. <laughs> <laughs> bass master. You, yeah, but you, can just, yeah, just, just, you can get unfamous by just, you know, slowing down on your mood. Adrian Brody told me that. But what's... <laughs> I mean, what what's enough... <laughs> What's I mean? It, he's clearly fueling his ego because he doesn't need money. I mean, if he, he, he sit on your sit on your fortune, would you would away. you quit? Huh? Would uh, you stop? I, I could see why someone would would quit. Like I don't know what I would do. If you have four hundred million dollars, why do you need more yeah. money? What can't yeah. you buy? You're not doing. I don't think you're not. Right. You're really not. You're not. You're not probably not doing it for money at that point, right? It's ego. I, I, it yeah. has to be right. Denzel it's, Washington there's always told me. someone that has. Yeah, like Denzel was saying <laughs> to you. There's always someone that has more. It's so it's just the art. my man. Yeah, Denzel said, "My man." Yes, yeah. it's about yeah. the art. He told me. No, but yeah, it's, it's, it's about that's just it. it must it's be that it, else. at that point it must be just about. That's what I always work. wondered about Steve Martin, which I find interesting. He's one of my favorite actors, and you know when you get to the point where you're famous and you're Steve Martin, you have total control of every decision you make. So if you're in the Pink Panther two or oh, <laughs> Father of the Bride four, you know you're you're not doing that for an artistic value. You're mm-hmm. doing that because you collect. 
Picassos you and, like to spend. and Van Gogh. Yeah, I mean, look you know at what the, I mean? El- Elton <laughs> John does, tours because he likes to spend money. Who, you know, Steve Martin maybe doesn't look extravagant because you always see him in the same white suit or whatever, but but he must be extravagant oh, he's a, spender. He's, well, art, his art, his thing is art. Is that he his sold, thing? He bought, a, uh, he bought a painting, I don't remember who it was, but like in, in the mid-90s uh, for like $2 million and sold it a few years back for like twenty eight million dollars. Oh so he's he yeah, that's a pretty nice flip. And and that's what he I can only assume that the reason that he does all these terrible movies is just so he can <laughs> buy art and accumulate uh, Well it has to be. This guy sold like you said, he has control. He sold yeah. that Dodger Stadium as a stand up. I wish stand-up, I wish Steve Martin would make better decisions. <laughs> you know, well here the perfect segue to the to this uh, next story I'm gonna talk about was a a guy who was famous and Maybe, maybe this is what he did to drop out of fame. But did you see this? Did you read this week? Andy Kaufman's brother, Andy Kaufman, the great comedian from the you know Taxi from the seventies. If you remember, Google him, look him up on YouTube. Look up his clips. Yes, clips. He was this real edgy, strange comedian. Was very funny, extremely, extremely funny. Pushed pushed all boundaries. Uh, he he sold out Carnegie Hall, rented like 28 buses, and took everybody to go get milk and cookies in the audience. Like the crazy <laughs> shit like that. Dies in 84, I believe, of cancer. Um, Jim Carrey did a movie on him, I believe. Yeah, yeah, man, man on the man moon. moon. So his brother, Michael, uh, this week claims at an award, some sort of award show or some sort of show that they were honoring Andy. He says that he received a letter from his brother in 1999 and said that his brother is alive. And, and there have been other reports say, from other people saying he's a, that Kaufman is alive. Uh, he said his brother faked his death in the in 1984 because he wanted to show because he didn't want to he didn't want to be in showbiz anywhere. So he didn't want to be in showbiz. He wanted to uh, raise his children in anonymity. That's what he, that's what they're saying. He wanted to be a stay at home dad. What do you guess? That's most bizarre. Well, stuff. They, I mean, I think that they said that the, they found out. Uh, someone found out that the the woman that was said that she was his daughter. I guess she spoke at this event, and uh, she, she's now been uh, debunked as an actress that was hired by, uh, I think, his brother. Oh, okay. hired him. The brother, hired her, his brother hired her, an to actress say to say, something. "I'm I'm his daughter." Uh, yeah, because yeah. They, they did bring up. So I did read an article. Her identity has since been uh, revealed, and she's yeah, she's not his daughter. She's an actress, and her father is alive. Well, the crazy thing about it is, like you, you know, would you have to go to that extreme? I mean, if you're, if you're Andy Kaufman and you're a comedian, I mean, if you didn't want to be famous, just stop. You know, work like we're saying, just kind of stop work and look at fucking Andy Dick's career. People like that, right? <laughs> like, you, know, yeah. you know, Pop Ross, you go away. Why don't, why don't all the don't guys do from there. Why don't all the guys from the Big Bang Theory fake their death? <laughs> why, why couldn't it be that simple? I know, I, I, go away. I know Kaufman was a edgy and a great comic, but he was on fucking Taxi. He's on a sitcom. They're talking like you know, he was, yeah. He was. You I know, like that he's pop or something. I like that he's still pulling a hoax though. That we're even talking about it thirty years after he's dead. I mean, it was for that that it came up with it but they're still doing it so it's that's still true funny. Mikey. Well, that is he's crazy. still yeah he, there's still some relevance to his name mm-hmm. or to his yeah, legacy and, and every time now. every time his alter ego tony clifton shows mm-hmm. up yeah people people <laughs> still go wow could that be andy kaufman or is mm-hmm. that his friend bob zamuda and it's like you know there's still that 
possibility, but I think that I don't think it's. I want to believe it, but I don't. Yeah, I do too. But I, mean, um, I want to believe it's gonna be kind of wild. It'd be a great story. Get, well, a guy like Kaufman. I'm sorry, but there's a part of you. If you're an entertainer like that, all of us is a part has an ego. There's no way he'd be able to stay quiet that long. There'd be a time he would have did it ten years ago at least, where you'd have came out of hiding and you know showed up at an MTV one of, at one of the comic show, reliefs, start twerking and. Some, yeah, a comic relief. I don't, yeah, really. It would something he would have showed up at, I think, at this point if he were alive. I well, see. Yeah, he's definitely not alive. You know, I I just read, uh, I watched something. I don't know how true it is, but um, I mean, we're talking about people that get famous and then they kind of fall off. There there aren't that many comedians that get that big that they have to fake their deaths. To, to, I mean, right. Steve Martin kind of just faded away from stand-up, at least. But he's like you said, he's still in movies making bad decisions on what movies he's in. Um, we've had like people like Tupac who they say he faked his death, and there's evidence to show that he possibly did. But like uh, I heard a story about Richard Pryor, actually. Now, we all know Richard Pryor is dead. But I heard Richard Pryor was actually still doing stand-up up into the early 2000s, late 90s. And he was using costumes in certain places to perform because he didn't want people to know it was him. But he didn't want to tour anymore, but he still wanted to do stand-up. And I heard at times, like, if it was going really good, he would take the costume off and let people know who he was. Really? I wonder what he would wear and as a costume. I don't know what he wore, but I heard that, like, there were times where – um like if something went wrong that one of his security guards like beat the hell out of somebody i gotta send you this video i want to see it wouldn't it's it be insane. wild if he's like a little old lady costume and he took it off and <laughs> it's me motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> hey you saw uh michael jackson used to go out in a costume oh in, my in grocery God. shop he he scary. wore uh, a white man suit that was kind of scary he's an old uh fat white guy from the the um the video ghost <laughs> and he would wear it and go grocery shopping and nobody knew who he was just so he could get out of the house and when he it used came to, to walk around. When it came to Freaky, Michael Jackson did everything. Michael he just did everything. everything yeah. off his list. You know, it's like, <laughs> like you know, they, they couldn't have thrown anything. They said they tell him a story like, "Yeah, Richard Pryor wore a costume." Did it? You know, hey, Andy Coffin faked this death. Did it? It's like, yeah, he's covered all all the weird stuff. Yeah, I mean, do you think you guys uh like do you believe that people possibly do fake their deaths to really get out of it? I don't think you know. I don't think so. But it's funny. There's, there are people that make a living promoting that Elvis is still alive. You know? Same with Tupac and... It, it sounds weird, yeah. but when I was on the radio show, there was a lady who came in. She had a book that Elvis was still alive. And by the time I was done talking to her, you kind of, kind of believed it. <laughs> I, I mean, I came back to my senses a little later, but there was a moment where I kind of like, well, yeah, maybe. I mean, she had these tapes, these cassette tapes that supposedly... We're Elvis ordering getting gas at a gas station. I'm not oh, kidding. Awesome. I'm not kidding. I'm listening to these cassettes real close. Be like, you know, yeah, I had uh, six gallons of gas. You want to call change, please? Uh, premium or whatever. And you're like, oh, that's, that sounds like his voice. That's it. And the guy, she had all these dated tapes and stuff that supposedly, I, it was bizarre. But I, but at the end of it, I'm like, maybe, maybe. maybe. <laughs> but then I'm, an hour later, I'm like, no, she. She's crazy. Kind of believe but it. Sometimes. There you go. There are enough conspiracy theories. There, there's a ton. I mean, I kind of believe that those that there are people that are that big that kind of have to fake their death. I mean, look at Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle's still alive, and he had one of the biggest sketch shows of all time. And this dude hasn't been quote relevant per se in the spotlight for years, but they continue to hound he's this so, dude. Yeah, like, you're right. They sell, he sells out places. He, he sells. I mean, he does a secret show somewhere. He's selling out the whole place. And he's just constantly like losing. But if you know he went I mean? away, 
if he took his money and just went away, you know what I mean, Terry? Yeah. No surprise shows, no stand-up tours. and just, I think in five, six years, there'd be, there'd be no one following him. Because the, the people would forget, and the next generation would come along. and You know what I mean? Yeah. And you wait 10 years, the, the entire generation would be like, uh, who's David Chappelle? You know, you think that, they if, would really if he forget? went away, if you completely, completely went away, I mean, you have to completely go away. You have to shut it down. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I, it would never be because uh, look at this, the people that are superstars. You know, and, uh, they were probably huge actors and whatever in the '60s and stuff. You know, that we walk around talking about them and shit. No, you know, they're, they're 90 in an old age home somewhere, going, you know, where's the paparazzi? <laughs> you know, they, they, probably, they probably miss it. <laughs> I saw a uh, thing on YouTube. I was looking up conspiracies in general, and one of the <laughs> Chappelle conspiracies was that that uh, his life was threatened, um, and that uh, they didn't. People who wanted Obama to be president said, "Hey, you have to stop doing the show because uh, you're using the N word and you're making uh, black people look bad, and we need to get." We need to get the we need to get this guy um, elected president, and uh, they said that Oprah met with him and said just go away for a while, just go away, and so that's what the Africa thing was about. Mm-hmm. And when he came back, his first interview was with Oprah. Yeah, he that was the only person he would speak to, and it's a it's a um it's a group of powerful black, um, it's a secret society that people know of that. It's like a rumored secret society of powerful black actors and uh, entertainers. And Bill Cosby was said to had helped Chappelle in the background throughout his career without him really knowing. Because uh, Dave Chappelle's uh, godmom, if I'm correct, is uh, Wanda Sykes, okay. if I'm, to my knowledge. And Dave Chappelle's mom had like connects with like Jesse Jackson or or was Al Sharpton, one of them. And he grew up in D.C. He was starting comedy when he was mm-hmm. 16. So he's been doing comedy for a long time. And supposedly around the time when he was like 21, Cosby really liked him. and was like, hey, kind of like working in the background with him. When Chappelle's show came out, they wanted to support the hell out of it. But there was the issue with uh, the skit the skit with the uh, white family that had the N-word as the last name. Oh. <laughs> and there were a couple other skits. And remember the um, the black Ku Klux Klan member? That's the funniest thing yeah. Bucks- on it's, TV it's skit It's one comedy, of the funniest the- things ever. of all time. Right? The fact that you had this dude who Isn't hated Bucky and he was black. But Brilliant. Bill Cosby didn't think it was funny. And you that's better funny. not insult Oprah. <laughs> so that's she supposedly when that whole thing came into play yeah so when i'm not looking at alien footage on youtube (laughs) or kennedy assassination stuff sometimes i dabble in the some of the entertainment conspiracies you know what there's not a no it's not a conspiracy so uh, an interview is people wonder why terrence howard wasn't in the the second iron man he was on this stupid there's this goofy show and it's called watch what happens okay and hetty likes it i swear to god i'm not turning my man card in she likes this guy and you know it's bravo it's the network yes and i was sitting there watching it and <laughs> but terrence howard is a guy it's a guy has like a talk show oh you're talking about andy he's not his name andy cohen he's a andy talk cohen. show on yeah, Bra- yeah, yeah, bravo yeah, yeah. okay and uh he's the guy behind all the real housewife stuff and he has oh, terrence boy. howard on as a guest and there's like somebody calls him and says hey it does call-ins. It's like a 30-minute show. It's kind of intense. It's kind of like a radio show or something. You know, he's, he's just, uh, you know, it's kind of loose. And he goes, uh, 
I can't believe I just endorsed a Bravo talk show. But anyway, the uh, <laughs> the guy that why, behind, the genius behind all those Real Housewives show, mm-hmm. that guy that's <laughs> polluting the <laughs> atmosphere. Okay. I know that's because the doctor get a testosterone shot after this. But but yeah, so he so Terrence Howard. They said he goes. They said why aren't you weren't you in Iron Man two? And Terrence Howard like you know. Well, I wanted to be in Iron Man 2 very badly, but a friend of mine who I put in Iron Man 2 pushed me out of Iron Man 2. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. said there was not enough money for me. He had like a three-picture deal, and supposedly, mm. the, I guess the movie, the producers, he supposedly got him the deal. Terrence said he got Downey Jr. the deal, and they said when they called him, hey, we could do this without you and make a hit without you. We're giving the money to Downey Jr. He wants it. Hmm. He crazy. fucked him. Isn't that wild? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Downey Jr. fucked him. And then fucking Don Cheadle came in and kind of fucked it up. Can you believe it? Yeah, but yeah, he's supposed to be his buddy, though, you know? I mean, how much money do you need? Oops, man. It's a recurring theme. It is. Of the show. <laughs> that, and we need to strap Jimmy down like Clockwork Orange and pry his eyes open and make him watch football games. Yes. <laughs> get me back. If you're spending John, get me back. Please. <laughs> clockwork Orange. Get me off some. Yeah, get some. Yeah, get, get some. Get the metal clamps to hold uh-huh. Jimmy's eyes open. Yeah, just get some. Put some boxing tapes on or something. Get me, bring me back, man. You guys got to save 36 me. hours of MMA fighting. Yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah. Throw me in the Although mud. Although that's pretty homoerotic. Uh, two, <laughs> it is two guys rolling two guys around. Yeah. On each other, very close quarters. Greek style. Rubbing their junk and weird. <laughs> Guess that's like getting up and pounding their face for a couple of minutes. <laughs> then re-hugging. Aggressive spooning is what it looks like for a while. Guess that Let's... Terrence Howard's tour was more exciting in my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it, it, it adds. I mean, it all, it's, it's all adds to the, you know. Yeah, the festivities. The festivities of conspiracies. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Jimmy, what conspiracies do you believe in? Yeah, when we talk uh, about conspiracies, yeah. there's not many you... I, I don't... I'm not a conspiracy guy, and I actually am th- trying to think, Johnny, what a conspiracy... Um, like, I, I believe that there was a guy on the moon. I believe we went to the moon. I believe that... Uh, uh, one guy shot Kennedy. I believe... You know, we got right down to Rolodex. Uh, I, I, there I, are no aliens? I, I, I believe... There may be aliens. All right, I'll give that one. Yeah, I can give that okay. to you. Gonna make them mad. They listen to the show. Consider. I think there are. <laughs> they, there could be aliens. Could be. We need to show Jimmy. Yeah, it's that's true. That we're big on aliens. Yeah. We're big. Yeah, so shows <laughs> huge. A lot, on, a lot of people listen. Shows huge on Saturn. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> and since I'm on Bravo a lot, Uranus. <laughs> Uranus. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't really. I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I, I really not a, at all. Any fluoride? Like, what about fluoridization of water? Do you believe fluoride? Well, that's a good is, one. I'm is, glad you brought that up because I, nice. I just read an article on that. No fluoride poison. Thing. I don't believe that. No, I don't believe yeah, that is. I kind of no. do because I always think mm-hmm. you know. It explains we, a lot. It ex- explains pro wrestling. <laughs> it explains NASCAR. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I, you know what, John? There, well, yeah. There, there's this. I was reading this How guy. How do you get dumb enough to watch pro wrestling or NASCAR? How do you? Hey, get, I, I watch it. I like wrestling. I watch man. it. <laughs> I like I think it's wrestling. fun. Yeah, I do too. It's mindless fun entertainment. The Rock. But uh, oh. th- I was reading <laughs> about this the, the, the fluoride thing. I was reading about this uh, the difference between organic and non-organic and all the healthy shit. And uh, this guy German or something. But anyway, we talked about the fluoride and all the you know these carcinogens in our systems and so. But yet, our, we're living longer than we ever fucking lived in history. No, not a, longer not, than we have in history. Not according to the Bible. 
there was people 900 still having kids in the Bible. That's true, but they had a fucked up calendar. We just we just keep dying. <laughs> Every man. week was they considered a, a year. Soon, like it's going to be. Let's suck. It's like you can't, <laughs> yeah. you can't drink until you're 342. Wait, exactly. Like, did you just yeah, say they had a fucked up calendar? Like yeah. Yeah. dog years. At the end of the year, you're 52. That's what it was. No, that's what it was. Dog years. Take your sundial and shove it up your ass. The calendar was all messed up. Oh, you think you 900? You're really only 35. Okay. Oh my God, my mother's going to make me say novenas for swearing in the same sentence of the Bible. Yeah, that's there you, see? That's three yep. novenas right there. Three of them. But, Four. But yeah, the calendars were different. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, we live longer than we, we have ever in history. We have all this great modern I think science. That's and I know of, there's supposed to be carcinogens and stuff, Johnny, but I don't. I think that's because the doctors, uh, you know, once they find out what it is, we live longer because you can catch things earlier. But I think that the food that we eat is is what's i mean if people ate right maybe we would all live to be 120 but the fact is that most people don't uh take the time or have the money to yeah there's proof if you eat organic and all that you know it's healthier for your heart and stuff you probably you know right you probably increase a couple well years i mean so, aren't you worried about uh, like genetically modified uh salmon uh, of every genetically modified everything all no, food no because we wouldn't if we didn't do it we wouldn't have enough food to feed the world to feed people we'd be starving we yeah. have to kind yeah, of but what about the what it. about what they put in there now you're that's part of you now you're consuming these these uh, what what do you mutated call mutated chickens? Yeah, mutated chickens. Mm. They, yeah, I exactly. love mutated chickens. <laughs> well, I mean it's delicious, but <laughs> at some point mutated chicken marsala. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some mutated, uh, mutated, uh, mutated chicken parm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mutated chicken pot pie. It's I, all great. I got a conspiracy theory about that, man. Okay, well, okay. we're talking about. I I have a belief that a lot of the foods that we eat are set with certain chemicals that. Uh, that cause certain diseases in our bodies and like things to kill us. So like you know how there's like yellow five and and like Mountain Dew and shit. I feel like if you drink enough Mountain Dew, the yellow five might hit your genetics and hit you with a certain type of cancer. Like I really believe. Ooh, that. I, like but someone else, uh, another I don't, comedian, don't doubt that at all. Another comedian, famous comedian. Me and him were talking about this. Actually, there was a couple famous comedians. We were talking about this and we had a discussion, and they agreed. And I really believe, like, there's certain things. So, like, if I'm eating these pretzels all the time, like, I might just come in here and be like, hey, guys, you know, I got lung cancer from eating these fucking pretzels. Pretzels, got you. I've wondered that, too. Like, what if you eat so much of one specific thing that has something bad in it that, like, you said, hey, man, the guy died of cancer. What, what, What caused it? Bugles. He loved them. <laughs> well, that's just it. He loved that, Bugles. Yes. No, you're right. Yes. You're right. I really one, believe it. Too much of one thing could do it. Boy, what a way to go, Bugles. Bugles, yeah. Bugles, really? yeah, yeah. That's, some, that's some good not shit. a bad way and to die. You, oh, the, the, you put them on your fingers yeah. and you claws. Do your best them. Wicked Witch yeah. of the yes. West impression. <laughs> I'd want you guys to like, yeah, eat one last Bugle at my funeral. You know, It's one last I mean, crunch and walk away. Really think about it. There's people that we know that smoke. And drink their whole lives I'm trying and to be live that guy. long as hell, <laughs> and are like really good stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you got people who smoke and they get lung cancer. Like it's genetics that are hit by certain chemicals that cause. Yeah, they never smoke. A reaction. Never eat I, mean, yeah, you and stuff and I think it's because we're overpopulated and they got to keep the population down. Like if there's too many people, I know it sounds crazy, but if there's too many people on this planet and we just keep living forever and none of this stuff is like I, genetically altering or us to die like the mountain so, dew could thin out the redneck herd exactly there you go there you go you thin it out and then there's now you could now you could bring 10 more smart babies in the you world know, to play see, with the, the reason, i don't believe in any conspiracy so that means i am destined to be the angry guy at the end of the bar <laughs> you know what i mean uh, and like the dude in sharknado just whatever every 
bar it's you go Netflix, in, there's the always way. one angry guy at the end of the bar, and I'm that guy. I could see it when I'm, you know, an old timer. You know, John will come in and say, "Hey, do you think, you know, chemtrails? Yeah, whatever." Any see kind- the chemtrails in the sky? Uh-huh. Yeah, you'll chemtrail. I'll be that guy going. I wave my hand, going, "Ah, <laughs> go get your tinfoil hat on and come back." <laughs> Jim, do you believe in that? I'm going to say that. <laughs> I brought up chemtrails to a guy I was doing a show with. We were driving back from Wisconsin. This guy named Mike Armstrong, and I go, uh, there were three long trails from so like, white. Is so like an alien tra- taking a dump? On no. no. Well, what it you looks never like, heard of chemtrails? You've no. Never, okay, see, people are- This has something to do with that kind of food shit I was talking about, too. Well, it's just like three- <laughs> People think that it's either- uh, the government putting some kind of chemical into the air so it comes down on a city, or that it's uh, something that might actually alter the weather. Really? Yeah, yeah it's like to trail. help us, like to help the sun block because of the uh, greenhouse effect. Isn't that what it is? Like um, the greenhouse I, effect and like global warming. It's supposed to help like block the sun. I know very little. I, I just, I just know that I've seen lines in the sky that aren't with no plane behind it and they last for an hour yeah and they're there normally when a plane goes by it it dissipates but some of those planes are like filling those chemtrails out prince was actually talking about chemtrails you gotta you gotta watch this on youtube prince Prince, yeah he was talking about he was like why would they tell oh oh, it's so funny (laughs) he's like why would they tell me that obama's the only black president (laughs) <laughs> like George Washington was not the first president. Like it was just crazy conspiracies. Huh. Kim Trails was one of them, though. I believe in Kim Trails. So. I do too. All right, I'm in. You, oh, you got, <laughs> I got one. I we, got, one. we got you on one. Yeah, I'll believe in that one. <laughs> All right, Kim Trails. Look, next I'm time you're out, in. look it up. Look up in the sky. You go see them Kim Trails. <laughs> I believe. I believe it. I'm going for it. Kim next Trails. thing you know, we got him. Next, next thing you know, Jim's gonna be naked at Burning Man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> This this, small, this this opens a door to a lot of crazy Many shit. Different, oh, man. Yes, I believe in every conspiracies are the now. shit though. Man. You guys will like... see where you at. Where are you going, Jim? Uh, Dallas. I'm gonna go examine the grassy knoll angle. Oh, I've been there. I've stood there. People it's now. eerie. I've stood there. It's... Yes, I was there once. That was pretty oh, wild. Man, there, there's some. There's a uh, movie Parkland or something like that. With yeah, uh, I want to see that. Bad, yeah, just saw it. Tremendous movie. <clears throat> Is it good? It's a brutal film. Yeah, it's pretty wild, man. That whole. Yeah, it's about the do- it's about Parkland Hospital where they took him and uh, the madness that ensued, and then I guess the angle of Zapruder. Yeah, with the film, them wrestling the, the footage away from him. Yeah, it's pretty. It's intense. It's really intense. What a, what an amazing you know time. Oh, I just read uh, two new conspiracies about Bill Hicks and George Carlin. I read a Hicks conspiracy that someone gave him cancer. Yes, Is that what you yes. heard? Yes. I've heard that. I've heard well, that. Yeah, because Bill he smoked was, a lot, right? Well, he well he did smoke a lot, but he had quit smoking uh, and uh, quit drinking years before that. But when he started talking about the Iraq War, the, the real shit, and and saying, "Oh, Waco, Texas," and he the talked Waco about thing, Waco, he was yeah. big on. So uh, I think it's possible because how hard would that be for the government to go? Okay, well, this guy's schedule is on his website this is the <laughs> flight he's on uh-huh. we'll just make sure when he gets a coke he gets this coke or i don't whatever. i don't i cannot b- picture the government zeroing in on a comic because they would have fucked lenny wiped bruce out carrot they did it with lenny bruce. Bruce. They, i mean okay the the bill hits one been gone the hey. george carlin one is scary too because george this? carlin if you look on youtube george carlin popped off a lot about conspiracies publicly oh yeah, yeah. like he was all about that but he and was his he his was last an older special. Guy. Oh, he was older. He didn't care at that point because if um, on his very last comedy special, yeah. he said he was talking about who really runs America. Yeah, yeah, it's classic. And he was talking about us being sheep, and like he broke it down into a way that broke it so everyone could understand it. 
and that was his last bit on his comedy special. And then, then gone. he died. Yes. So he revealed it, and that like was it was it. like he knew. He was like, oh, "Well, I don't give a damn no more. I'm old as hell. Let me go out with a bang." Basically, there, saying that it's it's you don't have a vote. The corporations. You think there's a government group uh, out there doing that? Well, no, I'm, saying, saying, no, I'm saying the corporations I'm that, keep, I'm, that I'm just talking that have all the interest in this country. <laughs> they're, death squad. They've come for comedy. I definitely believe that there is some kind of. Uh, some kind of grand conspiracy to keep people passive and uh, yeah, keep and people un- down uninformed. Johnny, you better watch it when you walk to your car. Because, <laughs> like the John Lennon and, is on to us. The John Lennon and RFK murders are both take very similar. Where a guy had seemingly brainwashed that had no idea right. what they were doing at the time. You yeah. know, you just kind of find a loser that you can program the brainwash to kill someone and then right, took off. Yeah, I mean, right. so Mike, you know, Kennedy obviously because he was a Kennedy, and Lennon because he was very left wing and very popular. Oh, and and he could, was. Saying a lot. That's yeah. Guys are scaring me, man. All right, what's this? Thing? <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're gonna take a break right here. Take a break for commercials. Jim Crenn, no restricts. We'll be right back with Mike Wysocki's Twitches Sports in a moment. If your business, whether large or small, is in need of commercial collections, choose PrimeCore Group. PrimeCore Group is a Pittsburgh-based corporate collections agency. Now, if your business is owed money, PrimeCore Group is there to help you. On a contingency basis only. PrimeCore Group will recover what is owed to you in a professional and trusted manner. Contact PrimeCore Group today by going to PrimeCoreGroup.com. Jim Cran, no restrictions on the Sideshow Network. Let's go to Mike Wysocki with Twisted Sports. Mikey. Hey, well, we must give congratulations to Andrew McCutcheon, the 2013 National League Most Valuable Player. The first Pirate to win the MVP since Barry Bonds and the first Pirate MVP with normal-sized genitalia since Will, since uh, Willie Stargell. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, congratulations to him. Also, Clint Hurdle, Manager of the Year. And wow. I would also like to take time now to get, hand out some other uh, end-of-the-year awards, awards for sports. Okay. Okay, the uh, Jimmy the Greek Snyder Award for NFL Racist of the Year goes to <laughs> Richie Incognito. He won that just barely over uh, Riley Cooper, who was a close second. So congratulations to him. <laughs> the uh, Pac-Man Jones Award for Ungentlemanly Behavior Outside a Gentleman's Club goes to Asan Walcott of the Cleveland Browns. Beat a guy <laughs> so badly outside a North Jersey uh, strip club that he was arrested for attempted murder. <laughs> Was just the free agent guy. It wasn't even really signed, but he got that already. <laughs> the uh, Daryl Strawberry Award for Best DUI Mugshot to a Major League Baseball player, Todd Helton. I don't know if you saw that I one or not. Seen it. Is it pretty, good? It's pretty good. All <laughs> eyes all shut, hair disheveled. Pretty good DUI. Just what, just what we like out of those. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's kind of, yeah, Todd Helton. Uh, there's someone else. Um, no, I named it after Daryl Strawberry, who had a legendary DUI award. The uh, Lawrence Taylor Award for Crack Smoker of the Year goes to Lamar Odom. Yes. <laughs> In a runaway. Yes. A runaway. Smoked so much Stamp. crack, his dealer turned him down. <laughs> now we're hoping maybe Odom will go to Toronto and play for the Raptors so he can hang out with the mayor there. That's a good uh, run for mayor of Toronto. <laughs> Reality show. Absolutely. The best current nickname, this, it's got to go Megatron, Calvin Johnson of Detroit right now, because he sounds yeah. like a futuristic robot, almost unhuman, like that just catches touchdowns and lots of yards. <laughs> um, pretty much the best right now, I have to say. Honorable mention to uh, Purple Jesus, Adrian Peterson. And the uh, worst nickname goes to Jonathan Martin, which uh, 
see Richie Incognito for that. Um, <laughs> the Mark McGuire Award for repeated substance abuse in the National League goes to two-time winner Alex Rodriguez. Yes. Busted again. Yeah. Ryan Braun with an honorable mention, but Alex Rodriguez is still the king. And uh, finally, the O.J. Simpson Award for Violent Felony of the Year, Aaron Hernandez. In a year of 60 NFL arrests, (laughs) Aaron Hernandez stands out. So congratulations not only to Andrew McCutcheon, but to these other guys of uh, more dubious distinction. Mike Wysocki. Thanks, Mikey. That was great, buddy. You know, Aaron Hernandez are saying he, he, he's pleading that he didn't shoot anybody and all that kind of stuff, and they're saying when his trial comes up, he may have the lawyers to get him off. Isn't it? Wouldn't, it be a, wouldn't it be weird? He does. I mean, who knows? You never know with this in this day. You never know what happens with, you know, you get a, you get a nice enough, good enough lawyer team. Mm-hmm. OJ started it with the dream team back in the day. God, I would like to, I would like to believe that they've got enough to put that guy away. I know. They got tape of him and everything. It's just uh, they it can't prove who shot, I guess, or, or whatever. And maybe he'll go away a little bit or whatever, get something, but. It's the who was the shooters with, with right, problems, I right. guess. With it. think but, someone will pick them up. <laughs> oh, <geez>. You know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Fantasy I mean, football. Well, a few years uh, left uh, in him, probably. I, you know, you never know, huh? <laughs> I, I, well, if he gets the right team around them, you know, the people that come to, you know, yeah, maybe he find, won't murder again. God. Johnny is a support group. They build the brand. He, he could he just find, maybe he'll murdering. stop killing human beings. <laughs> He's got to. You got to start. <laughs> We're gonna need you to stop that. <laughs> He's got to find Jesus first. Ixnay on right? the murder man. <laughs> then he's got to do a million interviews about how he found Jesus. Oh, right? Lord. And how he just, it's all about forgiveness or something. And then, that, then all really, of a sudden. That's somebody, the smartest thing to do. Once you, once you start getting religion involved, don't nobody touch you. Ray Lewis. In. Ray right. Lewis did it for years. Ray Lewis, there you go. For years. He's just been talking about, oh, you know. Can they, you imagine yeah. the, the media circus that accompanies Aaron Hernandez coming back into the end. Who? What? Name me a team that imagine. wants that publicity. I could imagine name anybody. me a team that hires. All the right, guy Jacksonville who, Jaguars. Other than that, uh, I couldn't see anybody. They got enough problems. <laughs> he, he's going to be playing for the Gateway Gators. Like That's he's it. not going to be able to go anywhere. He's going to be playing whippy old football. He, he won't play. He'll be on the field with his uh, house arrest thing on his ankle. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get home, coach. Third quarter. I got to call Would you be afraid to have him on your flag football team? Even Jesus, you want to piss him off? You end up in a drive. Hey, you want to go? Well, you want to ride home with me? No, Aaron. <laughs> we do not want to ride home with you. They got a strip buddies. club. No, <laughs> no, Aaron. No, club. Aaron. no, I don't want to cross away. you, man. I, I got this story is is too funny uh, that I read this week. This guy, this guy, Craig. Cobb, 61-year-old, about he's a white supremacist. Now, you know those shows we watch, like Mari and all the different shows, you know, that obviously copy Jerry Springer right. and Mari and all that. Well, there's a syndicated show, Trish Goddard, I think is her name or something like that. I don't I don't know of the show, but it's, you know, it's syndicated in certain markets or whatever. But they got this, this white supremacist guy on the show. And uh, they're going to do a test on him because there were rumor... There was rumor that he was part African American. <laughs> this guy's a white supremacist now. Okay, so funny. they do, and he just he's just going nuts on this whole thing. You know, I'm he's like, I'm there to stop the rumor, and this is you know whatever. How dare you or whatever? <laughs> so they go, well, submit yourself to a DNA te- DNA testing. He says, of course they went. He did. He gets the DNA test. Sure <laughs> enough, it comes back. 
that he's 14% African-American. Black as hell. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm. And they're screaming. <laughs> People are howling, they said, and going nuts. And he's just something going, just wait a minute. He just keeps going, just wait a minute. And he actually said, that's a, that's a bunch of white noise. That's what he said to the crowd. <laughs> a bunch isn't of white that, noise. Isn't that awesome? That is hilarious. Man. He's the real life Clayton Bixby. Yeah, and it's, it's Jesus. It's it's. Hysterical. I mean, that's like Hitler. Fourteen. Hitler was uh, uh, what? Hitler what? Hitler was part Jewish, and and he did the same thing. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's really it's crazy. hysterical though that he that he's uh, you know fourteen percent African American. It just shows how dumb the people are that follow these people. I know. You know there what I mean? Like, how stupid. Yeah, that's right. You saying we need to clean up this race? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Clean up this goddamn race. Aren't you black? Shut up. <laughs> I'm gonna hang him. Oh, I'm eighty six percent pure. <laughs> what <the> <laughs> <laughs> we need to make Aryans. <laughs> what a freaking moron, huh? Isn't this oh, it's hysterical? It, it, it's funny as hell to me. I love it's, that. it's hilarious. Love that story, man. That that's karma. That's karma. That's karma and irony. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Dude. Yeah, I need to get in touch with my uh roots. <laughs> I think I'm like guys. I know we've got. I've got a lot of <clears throat> Native American blood in me, and I'd oh, like yeah? to find out what that uh, percentage is. I know that my mom's mom was like half Indian. Oh, really? Yeah, I yeah. believe it. The way you smoke, bro. The way you drink that fire water, bro. The way you give things and then take them back. What's that? The way you give things and then take them back. Yeah, I'm always doing that. The way you ask me if we want to open a casino all the time. We don't have the tightest family, man. We're kind of all over the place. Family's a little effed up. My brother doesn't talk to my dad because of wedding things. My family's spread apart more. We, we were always we were much more close than as I was younger. I think as you get older, that's all. Cause, you know, older old timers pass on, new generations, and you know, families kind of aren't quite as tight sometimes in some situations. I don't know. You know, how about you, Mikey? Um, yeah, that's because it, it is just getting older. Yeah, it's just different uh, aunts and uncles. I'm saying, dot pay it, you know, maybe, yeah, yeah, had parties or had whatever at functions, you know, at their house. And it was, yeah, there were certain always certain groups of people to get the family together, you know. And if they're once they pass away, and then someone else says, if someone else doesn't step I'm up, I'm no good at that rear um, arranging yeah. group get togethers or anything like that. I, was, I had a couple <laughs> sisters that'll do it. If it wasn't for them, no one would get together, probably. <laughs> if it were up to Does me, anyone in your family have a car. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of them do. <laughs> Most of them do. I'm sure. How about you? Pretty tight, everybody. Uh, yeah, my family's pretty close. I mean, usually it's my parents to get all everyone. Get everyone together. together? Yeah, we, oh, okay. we have we have um gotta invite you guys to them, but uh, we have big cookouts and stuff yearly. Oh, we try to have like two or three. I love cookouts. in the summer. We got ribs and shit. And so we have to wear shirts that have photographs of no. of, of your relatives on it? <laughs> no, you ain't got to do that. That's a family reunion. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, this, this is a cookout. Bro. Okay. <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about, man, because at my family reunion, it's always like Bells and Reynolds on one side, and then in the middle it shows who made them and everything, oh, yeah. and then it breaks down the tree. And uh, we have that on the other side, like the, the Brigands and for the Joneses. But uh, no, like our cookouts, we just have like family come over, um, and they're pretty cool, man. My my parents are the ones that always try to keep people together. How about now with the Christmas and all that stuff? You guys have it at your house, or you go around. It, it's weird because we used to do different things for Christmas, but I think now that uh, my cousins are getting older and we're getting older, See, uh, same they, thing I was saying, right? Like you saying, you're you're right. They they were having they have kids now, so they have to 
set like memories and family things for their family compared to just going to other families' houses. But right. the cool thing that I do love about my family is that when we have these cookouts that everybody comes together. And the cool other cool thing is my mom invites her family too on her side. And it's not just my dad's side that comes over to the cookout. So it's just like everyone's mingling together. Both my grandmas are there and they're both funny as hell. And my cousins are there, my aunt. So it's really cool. You got to have someone to do that. You do have to have that because with my family – because we don't have, you know, no one really brings us together. If if anybody dies in a family, you have to hear a hundred people going at that quiet, awkward moment at the funeral home. Of it's a shame we have to get together and see each other. This kind of thing, huh? Yeah, right, yeah. Right. That's every later, family. Though. Shame we mm-hmm. you know, good, great to see you, but shame we have to get together in these circumstances. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> Someone will always say that. They yeah, always they never time. know what to say. <laughs> and then some other guys like, "Hey, free sandwiches." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we we gotta we gotta make a cookout at Jimmy's house. Oh yeah! Oh, we're gonna make we, a Kren cookout and have your family come over. Just we, yeah, we, <laughs> we do do that. We do have we do have picnics. Yeah, I've had some yeah. some wild parties at the yeah, Auntie and a few others. Uh, you know, the, the birthday parties. But we're we will have yeah next next sauce. summer. We'll, I'll, you come over to one of our family picnics. Wild uh, uh, Jim, uh, a wild this. party at wild Jimmy's party. house means everyone gets to give their dog, uh, you know, chew toys. Yes. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I get my own rawhide to yes. give to the dog. Everyone gets your rawhide. <laughs> hey, when you guys come over, I definitely got to invite you guys over the summer. When you guys uh, come over to one of the cookouts, but it's funny because every black family, no matter where they are, no matter what cookout, whether it's a family reunion, there's always one song that's always played at every black cookout, and you're going to hear it. What is it? It's Frankie, Beverly, and Mays, Before I Let Go. Really? Every <laughs> a standard black song? cookout plays that song. Is that one that of those? Earth, Wind, and Fire. Is that one of those? Ooh, 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 no, songs? no, it's, it's you know? uh, like if you watch a movie, watch a like a movie that has I'm a black cookout, the Earth, Wind, and, uh-huh. and it's that, uh, bo- it, you know, it's like, dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. You ever hear that song? And like before I let go, and Frankie Beverly sings. I hope I gotta play that. I shit hope for you. you don't mind. <laughs> but you'll hear Earth, it. Wind and Fire. After I uh, drink a little bit at the picnic, I do sing Reasons when it comes on. Oh, so you know. Oh, I gotta hear this. Yeah, <laughs> that shit's funny. <laughs> just a little teaser for you. That's it. We'll, we'll I can be... see him hitting those high ass <laughs> notes. <laughs> the reasons. <laughs> well, hey, that's a, well, we're going to talk hey, next week's show. We're really going to talk family because we talk every Thanksgiving when we when the show comes out. So that that'll be some serious family talk next. week <laughs> Yeah, really. Like we could be serious for a second. Hey, we appreciate, <laughs> hey thanks for downloading. We'll, we'll we'll talk to you next week. listening to comedy try watching it on the internet the folks behind the sideshow network have launched a new youtube channel called wait for it it's got interviews with comedians like reggie watts todd glass liza schleichinger slicing driving friends with her for 10 years one of the funniest people out there and i still have a hard time with the last name liza our very own owen benjamin that's me 
takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. A few days ago, Brooke Tudin posted an inspirational quote on her wall that got 17 likes and three comments. Thumbs up, Brooke. Geico also wants to make a comment. In just 15 minutes, you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance by switching to Geico. And nothing says inspiration better than saving money. Well, except for those posters that say things like teamwork, excellence, and make it happen. Hashtag keep climbing. Hashtag savings. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.